be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. This is your host, R.C. Norman. Consider yourself renewed. Welcome, welcome, my family and friends to another week on The Renewed. Listen, I'm so thankful and grateful for your time once again. I never take it for granted that you choose to listen to us on this podcast. I'm so grateful for your lives. Listen, if you have not, do me a huge favor. Please continue to share. Continue to share this with your family and friends. Let them know about your renewed experience. Um, For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so grateful for another chance, for another opportunity to even be here with you on this moment. Yes, because there are so many, especially in this day and time, there's so much going on in the world. There's so much going on all around us. If you just turn on the news, if you just matter of fact, read uh, the news. Uh, turn on the news, whatever it is, how you seek out your news, just turn it on and look, pay attention to the t- to the times. And it's we are definitely living in turbulent times. Um, I've never seen since I've been living and this is truly a time. It seems as if people no longer fear God whatsoever. I mean, live in any kind of way and in with no regards to God whatsoever. And this is the time as believers, we must take a bold stance in what we believe and our lifestyle, our actions must show it. It must show what we believe. And the greatest way that we can show that we are believers of Christ is to show love. It's to show love to people even when they don't deserve it. Yes. And so we're going to talk about something today that we don't deserve. This topic of this podcast, which we are going to talk about, is grace. It's something that I absolutely um, love, and I pray for this every single day. Not some days, but I ask God for more grace daily. Um, so we're going to talk about more grace. Let's go Proverbs three thirty four. Here it says, "Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth more grace unto the lowly." He gave him more grace unto the lowly. What is lowly? Here in this text is talking about to be humble. To be humble means to not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, not walking with an arrogant disposition, being humble, knowing that it's not by your works, it's not by your deeds. You didn't create your own life, God did. And once you have this reality, you would no longer walk in pride. Yes, the opposite of humility is pride. And the Bible says that pride goes before destruction and the Holy Spirit before a fall. Pride will absolutely destroy you. It absolutely will. But you need to ask God to allow you to walk in a humble posture. You must humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt you. He truly will. And I love this because we have to seek and ask God for more grace. So what is grace? What is grace? You ask, what is grace? Grace is, it's undeserved 
acceptance or it's undeserved favor and love received from another. This is what grace means. It is it refers to the undeserved favor of God. Also, by providing salvation for those who deserve condemnation. Yes, we all we all came into this world deserving condemnation. I don't know about you, but I raised my hand first. I know we we were all doomed to hell. We all were because we were born into sin. We were doomed. And so I thank God for his grace, which is salvation, the cross. That's where we found grace because we were able to receive him. The Bible says, for by grace are we saved through faith. It's by grace that we are saved. And we thank God because he allowed us to come to the knowledge of who he is. This is grace. We didn't deserve this. There's nothing that we can do to deserve it. But we thank God that he gave his only begotten son. He said that whosoever believeth shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I'm so thankful that he gave us, allowed us to receive his grace, allow us to receive it, that we can have everlasting life. It's grace to even believe in Jesus Christ. That's grace all along, just to be able to have faith, to believe in him. This is what we call grace. Grace also, if we look at it here, it was the grace of God that planned salvation for sinners in eternity. Passed before the foundation of the world. It was also grace. Look at this. It was also grace that allowed us to continue to walk in him, knowing that we can't make it on our own, knowing that we can't do anything without him. It's grace. It's the grace of God that calls and equip us for service in this Christian life is grace. Paul, I love it. He began to speak about the grace of God as a power. And he also spoke of it almost as a person. The grace of God was something that was with him and it produces labor, humility, godliness, and it sustained us in our time of difficulty. Everything, therefore, from first to last is of grace. Also, we have to understand this. It is grace that allows us to come boldly to the throne of grace. And it's there where we find help in the time of our need. It is also grace that strengthens our heart. Every heart of the believer by which he is equipped with everything good to do the will of God. Yes, we need grace to carry out the will of God. Without grace, we can't carry out his will. We all, God has given every individual a certain kind of grace. And he has given us grace to perform that what he called us to do. For example, God graced Michael Jordan to play basketball, to be one of the greatest, or I would say the greatest of all time. He graced him to be able to do that. That wasn't my grace. Yes, he graced me to play basketball, but not he didn't grace me to be the greatest. He graced him for that. And some he graced to be doctors. He didn't grace me for that. He didn't grace you for that. God has given some uh, specific plans for their life and calls for their life. 
He graced, watch this, he graced Paul to be the pioneer or apostle and to lead many. Watch this, he wrote most of the New Testament, Paul, but God graced him for that. He graced him and he went through many trials. He went through, went through many hardships, many afflictions in his life. But it was God's grace over his life that allowed him to go through it and allowed him to be able to touch that snake. and It bit him and allowed the venom, venom to come out of him. That was great. The grace of God. And so I also love I love this. Let's go to let's go to first Peter. First Peter five, first Peter five and verse five. It says here, likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. It says here, he give grace to the humble. We just stated this is a posture where we must we must live in. And pride often keeps elders from trying to understand that young people and young people from listening to their elders. Peter told here in this text that both young and old to be humble and to serve each other so young men should follow the leadership of older men who should lead by example and we should always respect our elders listen to those younger than you and be humble enough to admit you can learn from each other yes this is what true humility is listen you can learn something from anyone you can learn something from god can give speak a word through a drunk on the street he can, but it's pride to say, oh, I'm not going to listen to them because they are drunk or because they are living in sin. That's pride. And you are walking in a, with a judgmental disposition. That's pride. Humble yourself. If God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through anyone. It's pride. Listen, humble yourself. It no matter where the word of God comes from, you need to open your ear and incline your ear unto that word. Listen, we must always be an apostle. Let's go here. James 5. James, I'm sorry, James 4. James 4 and 6. This is the grace. This is the grace and the scripture which I absolutely love. This is the topic. More grace. Verse 6. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble God has a problem has a major problem with not being humble he has a problem with pride and you can't receive more grace from God without humility it's impossible you have to humble yourself even when you know watch this even when you know you are right about a situation it's humility that will allow you to go to that person and apologize. Even when you know you may be right. This is true humility and true humility. It will always, always want to make things right. 
and it never boasts. It never brag or it's never arrogant or haughty. Humility, it allows you to see yourself the way God sees you and to know that is God is the only one. He is the reason that you are breathing. He is the reason that you move, live and have your being. You understand this and you seek him in everything that you do. That's humility. And when you walk in this posture, God can't help but to give you more grace. Hey, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share with others. Thank you. Yes, we need more grace to carry out the assignment, to carry out the the divine assignment that God has given us. I don't know about you, but I absolutely need more grace. I pray unto God. And this is why he says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. When every time you lay on your face before God, this is a posture of humility. Every time you go to God into prayer, this is humility. If ever you want to find out if you are humble or if you are prideful, well, stop praying to God. The moment you start praying to God is the moment you have stepped into pride because pride th- have you will have you believe that you can do everything on your own. You don't need help or assistance from the creator who, in fact, created your life. It's humility when you seek God concerning the things for your life. It's humility when you seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. That is sheer humility. And God will give you more grace to obtain all the things that need to be added upon your life. He will give you more grace. If God has called you into ministry or God had called you into a business, it will behoove you to seek God and to have a relationship with God so that he can give you more grace to allow this business to succeed, that he could give you more grace to allow your ministry to be fruitful so that many can come to the cross of Jesus Christ. This is the should be the goal of every preacher to preach the good news of Jesus Christ that people may be saved. Yes, or to have a decision for Christ. This is should be our mission to preach Christ that people can make a decision for Christ. Yes, this is not our it's not our duty to say you are saved or not saved. That's completely up to God. And so I truly believe that we should always and watch this, always give grace to others when they don't deserve it. As we stated, grace is undeserved favor. It's thank it's undeserved. It's it's merited. It's undeserved merit. And so when people do us wrong, show grace, give them grace, give people grace when even though when they have mistreated you. Pray for them. The Bible says, pray for your enemies. Love those that curse you. Bless them who speak all manners of evil against your name. This is the posture of Christ. If we say that we belong to Christ, then we must walk as he walked. And he truly, he truly walked with a humble posture. He came here born in a manger. He went into Jerusalem, to the city on a donkey. Yes. And he died. 
He took upon the life of a servant for us, although he was he was the rich. He was the richest of anyone who ever walked this earth. (laughs) Jesus owned it all. He owned the kingdom of heaven. So if he could humble himself, we should be able to humble ourselves so that we can receive more grace. I don't know about you, but how many want need more grace? I know I need more grace, and this is why I'm continuously seeking him for it. I will always, always long for the things of God for my life and your life. I want God to fulfill everything in your life which concerns you. I want God to give you more grace so that you can fulfill the will that he has for your life. We need more grace. We need grace to fulfill the will of our life. If you are stuck in a situation and you are stuck and you are like, okay, I don't know how I'm a, how this is going to happen. I don't know how God, you gave me this vision. You gave me this plan, but I don't know how to pull it off. I don't know what to do. Well, ask God for more grace. Ask him for grace. Ask him for favor. The Bible says he would give us favor in the sight of God and man. I believe God can give you favor even in the sight of men. And God can give you more grace with people. God can give you grace with people who will absolutely begin to open up their checkbook. They'll begin to open up their wealth of knowledge unto you and will give you knowledge of things that you have been seeking for. And you don't even have to go read a book. They can give you this knowledge that will help you succeed or excel. They absolutely can. And so this is what we must live in a posture to receive more grace from God. I love this place. And listen, there's nothing wrong with seeking God for it. We should always seek God for the very best. And God wants to give us more grace. So cry out. And ask them for more grace. Ask them daily for grace. Allow this to be your daily bread. And I pray that God will reveal unto you the grace for your life and that you will fulfill the destiny for your life. Listen, I pray that you had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. And I pray that we will always, always remember the the reason for the season. And it is, of course, we know. Jesus wasn't born on that day. Of course, we know that. But this is the day in which we celebrate his birth. And watch this. It's always better to give than receive. Always. And don't forget to give God his presence, Jesus, his presence for what he's done in your life. Because he gave us everlasting life. And it's because of him that we can move, breathe and have our being. And also, I want to. Wish each and every one of you a happy, happy new year. I know we are embarking upon a new year and I pray that your 2022 will be one of the greatest years of your life. I pray that God will begin to reveal himself unto you in an unusual way, that he will begin to give you visitations, uh, that he will begin to unlock the mysteries of his word in his word and i pray that you have a desire and hunger and thirst after him like never before and that you'll begin to walk into the very destiny of your life hallelujah listen i love you to life until next week shalom now this is my most favorite part of the show and i am so excited i like to call this part the renewed experience because it's at this moment where you are presented with an opportunity and an experience to accept jesus christ as lord 
You are now presented with the opportunity to live a new life, to be renewed, to be born again. Wow, what an honor to be chosen, called by Jesus. The Bible states in Romans 10 and 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So this is the first step in order to receive salvation. But you have to confess it out of your mouth and you have to believe it in your heart. But first we have to do the first step, and that's confessing and believing and allowing him to enter into our heart. So if you would, I'm going to pray a prayer, but I need you to repeat after me and say, Dear God, I know that Jesus is your son and that he died on the cross and was raised from the dead. And because I am a sinner and need forgiveness, I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. I am willing to change the direction of my life by acknowledging you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, and by turning away from all of my sins. Thank you for giving me forgiveness. Thank you for giving me eternal life. And most importantly, thank you for saving my soul. Now, Jesus, I believe that you are the Savior, and I believe that I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Come on. Hallelujah. The angels rejoice when one coming to the kingdom. Now, if you have made this decision, please reach out to us on our website at rcnormanministries.org or you can email us at rcnormanministries at gmail.com or either on our Facebook or Instagram at rcnormanministries. We would love to know about your decision. And we would love to keep you on our prayer list as well as pray that you would be filled with the most precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We are so excited. This is the best decision that you could have ever made. Now you will live your best life. You thought you had a new life, but you have never experienced life like this. And that's why I like to call it the renewed experience. Please, please, please subscribe as well as leave us a review. Also leave us a rating, preferably five stars. And also do me a huge favor, share it with your family or friends. Don't be selfish, don't hold it all to yourself. Share with them the grace you have received, which is called 